Welcome back at 3HL, broadcasting live in New York City, USS Intrepid Sea, Air, and Space Museum in advance of the 122nd Army-Navy game. And uh, we've got a little NBA angle here. John Abamondi, the CEO of the Brooklyn Nets, among other things, uh, we'll get to. John, thanks for joining us, man. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And uh, I was excited to talk to folks from Nashville. My wife used to live in Nashville. Oh, yeah? Used to go down there and visit her in Brentwood, I think the neighbor. Hey, yeah, there we she go. used to live on a street called Old Hickory, which I thought was like the most southern name ever. <laughs> <laughs> that road is like what, like seven hundred miles of it road. It stretches in across yeah. all of Brentwood, Nashville, the yep. Hermitage, you name it. Yes, Old Hickory. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, you you have a naval background. So, what does this Army Navy game and the event and everything that goes with it mean to you? Well, you know, a lot of people say it, but it really is true. This is America's game. Yeah. Um, it brings us back to what college athletics, you know, the nostalgia that we all still feel mm-hmm. for it, right? Because these kids are playing for love of country, love of each other, and love of the game. And they're going to, you know, they're going to leave it out on the field tomorrow for sure. They're going to they're gonna play their hearts out. And, uh, you know, my team's an underdog, but uh, I'm hoping <laughs> for a close game, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Forty combat missions across Iraq is is what I read about you. Just uh, kind of take us back to how that all happened and Navy all happened for you. Uh, I was uh, I grew up the son of a military officer and and uh, went to college on an ROTC scholarship, which was uh, which helped me pay for school, obviously, and then had the opportunity to serve as a naval officer after college and and uh, went to flight school. I saw Top Gun at a very impressionable age. <laughs> and and uh, Tom Cruise to do it, won't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that's cool to me. Yeah. So uh, and it was and it was cool. I got to spend uh, got to live in some interesting places. I lived in Japan for a while and and spent a lot of time flying off the USS Independence and the USS Kitty Hawk and and spent some time in the Persian Gulf as you mentioned. So just a great experience as a young man and was really formative for me and uh, made some great friendships. I'll be getting together with old shipmates tomorrow and, yeah. and uh, uh, really a big part of who I still am today. When you were growing up, what was your idea of what your career path would, would end up being? Did you have, That's a great question. Did you have a goal to, to work in Major League Baseball, work in the NBA? Man, look at my life. Does it look like I had a plan? No. <laughs> no, I, Educationally, it's pretty superior. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've sort of uh, stumbled my way uh, through life, uh, but, but keep stumbling into some success, I, I guess. So uh, I joke that between flying airplanes in the Navy and now working in sports, I've never had a real job, and I'm hoping to keep it that way. <laughs> well, I read Major League Baseball, Senior Director of Labor Economics under Bud Selig. How did, how did you get to that position, and, and what were your responsibilities there? Yeah, so I, I had the opportunity to work uh, – Work with Rob uh, before he was commissioner, okay, and uh, in the labor department, and you know, Rob was responsible then as he is now still for managing the relationship with the players' association, and so we worked on the collective bargaining agreements uh, at the time. Uh, there was a big one done in 2006 when yep. I was there, and and I had a small small part to play in that. I was a junior junior person at the time, uh, but no, it's. It's, uh, it's a great organization. I remain a big baseball fan. I was assistant GM at the St. Louis Cardinals for a few years, and uh, it's, a, it's an amazing sport. I, I sure hope that they're able to work things out. I suspect that they will. Um, I know there's good people on both sides of the issue. Have you paid attention to that at all? The, for those that don't know, the ninth work stoppage in Major League Baseball. Hopefully it doesn't cost us games, but have you paid attention? I have. Yeah, I have. I, I still have a lot of friends uh, 
in the industry, uh, both at the league office and at various teams. And, um, you know, I'm, again, I'm optimistic that they'll work through it. You took over as uh, CEO for the Nets in July of 2020. What a time to step in and, and, and take <laughs> over. I mean, ha, when you stepped into that job, what was the most challenging part of it at that time with what this country was going through? Well, I mean, it's, you know, everything COVID-related has been a challenge for all of us, and, and we've certainly had our, our own little struggles. I, I guess the way to capture it is uh, it's hard to believe. I've only, only been in the job less than a year and a half, and... During that time, I've, we've gone from playing games without any fans in the building, real NBA games, to in the past month, we've set three attendance records. Wow. Uh, so, so uh, you know, more fans we've ever had since we moved to Brooklyn. Um, so we've kind of seen the gamut in a short period of time. And, uh, you know, the key is keeping our players healthy, keeping our fans healthy. So we take those health and safety protocols very seriously. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to get through this like, like everybody else is. How did you get this relationship with the gaming community and what you got going on with 2K and the NBA also getting involved? Yeah, you know, I, I give a lot of credit to Adam Silver, our commissioner, mm. for, for um, being willing to, to experiment with the 2K League and, and try something new. And, yeah. uh, and I think we've all learned a lot from our participation in that. And there's no, there's no doubt that, that eSports is a real thing and that mm -hmm. it's here to stay. Yep. Um, and I, I wouldn't pretend to know how it's going to evolve over time, but by having a, an eSports team like, like we do in the 2K League, mm -hmm. it allows us to stay close to that industry and learn. And, and it, you know, nowadays, a lot of times, it's, it's video games that introduce people to the real basketball right. product, right? right. Yep. And they become fans of the game or fans of a particular team or mm -hmm. player because they play that game. Yep. Um, I feel like that was when we were growing up too, though. Like yeah. back in the day, you know, you had people that were, yeah, like mm -hmm. Tech Mobile, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a little more realistic now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John Abamondi, the CEO of the Brooklyn Nets, uh, with us uh, on 3HL. So, for those that are listening that are expecting us to ask you about roster questions and <laughs> Kyrie Irving and all the, these the things. The obvious. Yeah, here. the yeah. way that your guys' organization is, is structured is that you handle the business aspect and the general manager handles roster management. H how does that all work and, and fit together as a puzzle? That, that's, that's a great question. So uh, Sean Marks is our general manager. Uh, he, he's incredible at his job and and he's a great partner to me. I like to think I'm a, a good partner to him as well. And, yeah. and uh, you know, when there's big decisions to be made, we work together. Uh, but, but by and large, my I joke with him. My money's my job is to bring the money in, and his job is to go spend it. So, <laughs> so that, that that keeps it pretty clean. It's a healthy marriage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it sounds like my marriage too, doesn't it? <laughs> how do you um how do you the the ventures that players may want to go into? Like you got guys that's well rounded, like Kevin Durant and guys like that. Do you assist them into outside things, uh, outside of sports and things like that that they may want to go into, or no? You know, it, it's a great question, and, and um, under the NBA's rules, mm. there's, there's restrictions on what teams oh, okay. can do with, with players when it comes to their other business initiatives. Right. But I will say that, that uh, you know, we are, we're very close, obviously, with not only Kevin, but with his agent, right. and um, 35 Ventures, which is his mm -hmm. uh, uh, firm here in New York City. And so, you know, we're, 
we're involved in a lot of the same things together, uh, we, but we do have to abide by certain rules. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering that because I know Golden State does a lot of things as far as guys like Andre Iguodala and introducing yep. them into different markets and things yep. like that. So that yep. And I think that that's one of the reasons why players want to come play and right, in a place like there Brooklyn, right? Because there, there is so much happening here, whether it's finance mm-hmm. or, or tech or crypto, right? right? Like this is, this is a hot city for all those industries. Yep. John Abamondi with us. Uh, real quick, uh, going back to your Major League Baseball uh, history, could you see a day where, where Major League Baseball ends up in Nashville? I could. I could. I think Nashville's an incredible sports town. I don't have to tell you guys that, but it's an amazing sports town. I think it absolutely can and, and someday will get a Major League Baseball team. Uh, so, yeah, I would, I would put a stake in the ground on that. All right, there you go. Army-Navy coming up tomorrow. John will be cheering for the Naval Academy. Exactly. All right. Go Navy, beat Army. Hey, thanks, John. Appreciate you, man. Good to see you. All right, thanks for having me on. All right, John Abamondi, the CEO of the Brooklyn Nets, Barclays Center, Long Island Nets, and as Slay brought up, the Nets gaming crew of the NBA 2K League, among other things.